Welcome back to the Devin Dixon Show. Sports. We're back. Trailblazer Coach Show on a Monday. Coach Peterson, I don't know if we gave him the day off or if he's just taking the day off, but well-deserved. Uh, spring season in the books. But Coach Kelly Bills, new offensive coordinator, jumping on. We'll recap the spring, recap a record-setting win on Saturday night. Coach, how are you? Thanks for hopping on with us. Doing awesome. I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, uh, we we uh, we were impressed Saturday night, Coach. Not not just on offense, but the deep. I mean, the shutout. You hang sixty. I know that was their first game, but it seemed like that kind of really sent you guys off into uh, the off season with on a high note, Coach. Take, take me through that. I mean, the guys really responded nicely at home on Saturday night. Man, it was it was awesome. They they've been dialed in this whole spring. I mean, this this past year has been obviously uh, super unique with with COVID and everything. But they our guys have been super dialed in. Uh, throughout the entire spring, and so we were we were super excited to to end off the spring you know segment of our of our season just with that you know with that performance and that was a game we knew we should have won and sometimes those those games are the hardest because you know going into it your guys might get a little bit you know overconfident kind of think that they they, they uh, can go out of their coaching and and kind of do things that are you know, abnormal or whatever on the playing field. But these guys, you know, against against Fort Lewis, they were super dialed in. They were doing everything we asked them to do, and they were, you know, it, it showed on the field. I can't imagine how fun it was uh, calling that game from the booth, Coach. It seemed like everything was working. Uh, Cody obviously had, uh, you know, tied his own record with throwing five touchdowns and running, you know, Conley had another great game. Uh, it must have been a blast uh, to be a part of that. It was it was a blast. I mean, like I said, those guys were, were – uh, very dialed into the game plan, and I, I told Cody going into it, and, and all the quarterbacks actually got in the game on, yeah. on Saturday, but I, I told Cody, I just said, hey, this is not a game where you, you can kind of do your own thing and, and get outside the coaching. You just do what do what you're asked to do and, and follow your progressions, and, and he stayed on course and stayed on schedule the whole game, and I mean, that guy's phenomenal when he, uh, when he does his job, and uh, he's pretty hard to stop. And we've got Cody Wilson for two more years, uh, you know, this fall, and then obviously his senior season. And it, it finally feels like he is really starting to understand your offensive scheme. I mean, he really only had one game that was, was not a great game by his standards, and that was the Tarleton home game. But summarize what you saw and his growth through the spring, Coach. Yeah, well, I met Cody a year ago. I got hired. Coach Peterson hired me in in the spring of uh, 2020, right before COVID hit. And uh, me and Cody have hit it off ever since. And so he's the one thing I've noticed about Cody. He's he's been at BYU. Obviously, he's been he's been at Dixie for a while now. And he's very coachable. And he's the first one to admit when he's when he's wrong. And he he knew going into this um, going into the season that he had some things to work on. And so we hit it off, like I said. And and I just from the from the very get you know the 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 get-go i just told him hey man you got two choices you can either trust me and trust the way we're going to do it or you can kind of do your own thing and it's going to be probably not how you want things to go and from day one he's he's trusted the process and he's done what we're asking him to do and i mean it's not about talent with him it's it's about literally just keeping him on schedule and and having him go through his progressions and when he does He's got NFL talent, and uh, he showed that against some Division One teams this spring. And he, he showed that he's he's a real problem if he can kind of stay on course and and do what he's you know gifted to do. 
17 out of 23, 282 yards. You love the completion percentage and you love the five touchdowns. And, you know, I don't know that you drew up the exact same play to Devin Osborne over the top. Uh, he had one that he missed, then he scored twice. What, what Were those the same play that you ran three times to Devin or were some variations in there on those over-the-top plays to Devin? Yeah, every good every good play I take credit for. Every bad play I just I'll blame it on Coach Peterson or something. But no, I'm just kidding. I uh, <laughs> we we uh, yeah we went in knowing that we could get some stuff on on top of these guys. We and that's that's kind of been our mo in the spring is being able to being able to take the top off the coverage. We have some extremely skilled and gifted wide receivers, and uh, the first one they played the coverage that we wanted. Um, it was it was a quarters coverage, and we took it off the top. Devin beat his guy by about four or five yards, and. Uh, he dropped it, and so I'm a, I'm a big believer that you got to go back to those guys. Even, you know, if they make a mistake, especially a gifted player like Devin, um, if they make a big mistake or, or a mistake, I'm not a, I'm not a believer in, in sitting them on the bench or, or not coming back to them. So we went back to them the next series and basically ran ran a very similar play, um, and he made a play, and, and Cody threw him a great ball, and then he just continued to basically do the same thing throughout the the course of the game. I think Devin. He's going to be a bigger threat when he learns how to, and he, he kind of did that at the end of spring. But he he uh, once he learns the intermediate game, um, he's going to be a he's going to be a really big threat just because he's such a he's such a dynamic receiver down the field. And now with everyone you know playing deep back backed off coverage, I think he can be an even bigger threat if he can kind of polish up his intermediate game. Devin Osborne, let's stay on Devin. One twenty one in a touchdown on nine grabs against Kennesaw State, and then we saw him catch two more touchdowns, seven total catches on Saturday night, 147 yards. These last two games, I mean, you know, coming into the spring, you know, we, we knew about Devin, but, we, you know, you thought with Jalen Powell and Hess and, and some of these other guys, you weren't sure, but he's kind of turned himself into the number one target. And, and talk about that a little bit, Coach. Well, believe it or not, when I when I got hired here in, in the spring of 2020, um, he was a completely different receiver. I mean, he, he was night and day from what you see now. I, he was he was probably our third or fourth best receiver when I first got here, and um, we had some long conversations, and, and um, I think it's just his nature is to, to get better. He knew that he was probably underperforming. He's been here for a while, and that guy had an amazing summer. He kind of transformed his mindset, transformed his body a little bit, and then he came in the fall of 2020 and literally – just could not be covered and he, he got faster he got better with his ball skills and then you saw in the spring I mean we were playing Kennesaw State who was who was number eight in the nation in FCS and they, they couldn't cover him he was he was running past their their uh, coverage and I don't think there was a guy on the field that you cover him and so that guy is just I'm, I'm just super proud of him um, just with his transformation since I've been here it's just been it's been night and day, and it's it's all credit to him and his work ethic and just the kind of person he is um, off the field. I think that's what did it. Coach, one of the big stories coming into this season was it, it was going to be the first in Coach Peterson's, I think, career as a head coach that he wouldn't be a play caller. How was that dynamic all season long and the trust and being in sync with each other and kind of working things out that way? I'm sure it was difficult for him, but you obviously did a tremendous job. Man, he, uh, I've known Coach Peterson for a long time, and um, I just I, I thought about this once. When he hired me at first, I, it came across my mind once, like, you know, how how is he going to handle it because he's been a play caller and he's coached quarterbacks his whole career. And um, I just, I've been, I, I, it's been, I've been super impressed by him um, just with how he's handled me. He's let me do my thing. 
we have very similar backgrounds and philosophy. We come from a very similar coaching tree. And so mm-hmm. it kind of went off without a hitch when I got hired at Dixie and I've put my, my own tweaks on a few things, but nothing drastic. And I'm more, I'm more so knocking on his door, asking for his advice and, and kind of getting his thoughts just because I think he's, he's a, uh, he's doing a, a really good job just being a head coach and, and uh, running the entire show. But he's been phenomenal and it's just, you can't ask for a, a better situation where with a, with a head coach that, you kind of view things similar uh, to, and then he just kind of, he gives you the the autonomy, and he's given me the trust to to run the show, and um, I'm I'm very thankful for that. Coach Kelly Bills, OC for the Trailblazers, coming off a sixty to nothing win last Saturday night. Who's more aggressive as a play call? I bet Coach Peterson would tell people that you're way more aggressive as a play caller <laughs> than he is. Is that is that true? Man, he uh, he had. To, I was kind of embarrassed because my nature is to take the top off the coverage. Man, I want to I want to throw a touchdown every every play, and so uh, that's just kind of my background. And I know Coach Peterson's very similar, but there there was one time we were playing a game this spring, and he's like, "Hey, man, I, I love the shots. Like you're taking a ton of shots. I love them, but let's like let's kind of take some more quick game intermediate stuff. Let's let's like act like a normal offense here." And I had to kind of kick myself a little bit because we were we were trying to score a touchdown there on every play. So it's good to have a have a head coach that's been there and done that. And, um, it was just, uh, I, I think, uh, I think we're both aggressive in nature and I, I probably have to get reeled in a little bit, uh, a little bit too much sometimes. But when you have the playmakers that we do is sometimes it's hard to, uh, it's hard not to try to throw a touchdown in every play. So coach bills with us here, coach, how, how much of the playbook did you roll out this spring? Like did, was, did we see all of it? Because I saw, a lot of different wrinkles, a lot of different formations. It, it was a fun offense to watch. Is there more in reserve for the fall, or is or, or did we see a good portion of the playbook? That was a pretty good portion of it. There, there was obviously some things that we did not run. I'm, we're not trying to hide anything. I, I've learned now. I've been in this profession long enough to now know that it's all about technique and it's about your players. It's about your your ability to make plays, and so. I mean, you're not really going to trick too many people nowadays. I mean, in my career, I've, I've usually pulled out the, the gadget, you know, the trick plays in your first or second games. And then by by game three and four of the season, I mean, everyone knows what you're doing. And so you're not really tricking anyone. And so we, we kind of took the approach that we're going we're gonna to put the whole playbook out on display. And the guys have been amazing. We had a year to, to put the playbook in. And so it was, it was very, it was very uh, convenient from a, a play caller standpoint to have that time you know, throughout COVID when, when our season got canceled, just to really teach the ins and outs of the offense and to teach the technique. And there wasn't much that we held back in the spring. And so we're just, we're ready to roll. And obviously we have, we have some, some ways to go as far as just um, where we want to be. But I think it was a really good kind of season for us to just expose our weaknesses and, and uh, show what we have. And, and we were very pleased. Going into the, the five matchups this year, coach, um, did you feel like going into most of them, comparing skill position guys that you pretty much stacked up evenly with teams like Tarleton and Kennesaw State, you know, those higher level teams? Because um, from an outsider's point of view, it, it seemed to me like Cody stacked up well against pretty much every quarterback you played against and the receiving unit probably did as well. But I just wanted your view on that. No, it's a great question. I, I, I would take our guys in a heartbeat over, you know, some of the guys that we played that were at a higher level and, I don't think it's uh, as much from my perspective. I don't think it was much as much about our players versus their players. I think obviously with when you're playing teams that are more established at the FCS level, like Kennesaw, yeah, um, New Mexico State. I think obviously the difference is just the 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 scholarship uh, that they have with their with their twos and threes 
at the ends of the games. But uh, as far as our guys versus their guys, um, there wasn't too much of a, of a difference. I mean, we had some true freshman playing, and we had quite a bit of true freshman playing, and that, that was a difference for sure. Those, I, I couldn't ask for anything, anything more um, beneficial for those young guys, man. They were able to get out 18-year-old guys playing, you know, FBS-level competition. And so it was really good for those guys to jump in and make mistakes and, and learn the ins and outs of how that how that game is played at that at this level. Um, but no, I didn't I didn't see too much of a difference um, other than the fact that they had probably more depth than us and that they uh, we had some true freshmen playing at a lot of key positions. It's a couple of those freshmen, Nick Floyd, Quali Conley, and you're going to have um, Robles and. Uh, Natoa back next year. You you, you kind of yeah. were a little bit shorthanded at running back this spring, but you really got a good look at your two true freshmen, and you gotta you gotta love the reps they got this spring, Coach. Hundred percent. Yeah, we a lot of people don't know that we yeah we don't have our two best backs on the on the team, and those guys were those guys were phenomenal. So you, it, like you mentioned, man, you you watch how good Quali and Nick are. Um, there's two guys that are injured right now that I, I think were, you know, those were our two best backs. And so they'll be back in the fall. So we're very excited for that. We have a receiver that went down, actually two starting receivers that went down and, and uh, chase was a little bit banged up throughout the spring. But uh, I mean, I, I really think that once we kind of get our young pups developed a little bit more and um, that'll take a little bit, but once we get those guys developed and then once we get everyone healthy, I mean, we're, we're going into this thing, like we're going to go compete and win every game. And obviously we're not naive about it, and I don't. I don't think our players are either. Um, I think we know that we have a little bit of ways to go as far as development and uh, just kind of establishing ourselves um, as a as an FCS opponent. But I mean, we're we're ready to roll, so we're we're very happy with our personnel going forward, and we're we have confidence in our training staff that we're going to get all of our guys healthy, and we're we're ready to rock and roll. What what's the uh, how did the offensive line grade out, Coach? Uh, Coach Hughes doing a great job as a run game coordinator. You know, I I felt like just watching that there was big time improvement up front on the O line. What what did you see as a coach? I think that's probably the the most uh, underrated performance with with his uh, coaching performance is Coach Hughes. I mean, he had he had some young young uh guys playing we had we had two two true freshman tackles that were playing for us we were throwing in true freshman uh guards we had a transfer that had never played before and so coach Hughes is is a phenomenal phenomenal uh offensive line coach and he did a heck of a job for me and and um those guys were those guys were getting their their first you know taste of fcs football by jumping in versus you know new mexico state and the number eight team in the nation kennesaw state at the fcs level and so I just love seeing it. It was so fun for me as a play caller because those guys were, um, those true freshmen were jumping in and they were getting their feet right, thrown in the fire right away. And they, they weren't scared. They weren't hesitant. They were, they were rolling. And that, that was kind of our message to those young guys. And we just said, you know, listen, man, you're going to get in. You're probably going to make mistakes. Like you're, you're going to see some things that you've never seen before, but all we want is you to just follow the technique, follow the coaching, give us a hundred percent effort and we'll, We'll let the chips fall where they may, and those guys responded really well. And so, I was just talking to Coach Peterson earlier today. I mean, we would take this five-game schedule over a traditional spring ball, fifteen practice, you know, spring ball any day of the week. I mean, this is there's no better experience than than what we just uh, had with our guys. No question about that. I got to ask you about the defense because you, you you know you're going against them ones versus ones, twos versus twos in practice and stuff. But your defense got a lot of takeaways this spring and. 
and uh, made made a lot of big plays to help help you guys get some really good field position. I thought your field position this year was pretty good, and your your third and fourth downs. I mean, especially fourth downs against Kennesaw State, coach. You guys were rolling the dice trying to keep the ball away from that triple option, and it worked well. Hundred percent. Yeah, I I, uh, I I've been super fortunate throughout my coaching career to work for phenomenal defensive coaches. I, I started out my coaching career working for Bronco Mendenhall at BYU, and then I, I played. Uh, I was a quarterback coach at Weber State with Jay Hill. And the, the common theme throughout my coaching experience there was that we had to go against their defense in the spring and in the offseason. It, it was miserable. I mean, we had to, we had to go against them and, and kind of get our butts kicked a little bit. Um, but I think the benefits are, of that are kind of getting around to your question is is the benefits of going against a really good defense day in and day out is, number one, you kind of get exposed a little bit as, a, as an offense. They put pressure on you they kind of make you play left-handed and, and they kind of take away the things that you're really good at. Um, but then you get onto the, you, you get into the regular season, you, you start playing some games and for the majority of the time, I mean, things are a little bit easier in the game. And just cause you're, you're kind of used to going against that chaotic look that you see every day in practice. And so that was such a huge benefit for us. We had basically a year of going against our defense every single day and just kind of getting exposed and then finding ways to, to, you know, create one-on-one matchups, and I think it just made us made us totally uh, a better a better offense. Offensive coordinator Kelly Bills hanging out with us here, Trailblazer Coaches Show. Spring season is in the books. Uh, give our listeners a little insight at what's next. Do you, you know, the guys got the week off? It's just lifting now. You know, I know the the recruiting still hasn't opened back up. What what's the plan for the rest of the the school year? Yeah, it's been a it's been a really unique process, and I, I think the biggest uh, I think. I wouldn't call it a, a huge, you know, piece of adversity, but it's just been different. It's just not having recruits be able to visit campus and then see them. There's, there's, it's a dead period, so there's no face-to-face contact with the recruits, and so it's been, that's been a little bit of a uh, a challenge. But we're going to go forward and and kind of uh, wait for the NCAA to tell us when we can start having face-to-face contact with the recruits. Uh, we're going to give a, a, our guys a little bit off. We have we have this next week off, and then we're going to start cranking out off-season conditioning and so we're gonna we're gonna go hard to the end of the semester and try to get bigger faster stronger and then we'll uh we'll take a little bit of time off in in may and then we'll get right back into it into that uh that summer uh lifting and conditioning period which is the most crucial time of all and then uh and then we'll be rocking and rolling ready for fall camp um come august september so we're uh we're uh, all all things ready to roll, so we're we're excited to get going. Yeah, and uh, it's fun to look ahead at that schedule. Uh, Sac State at home, Weaver State at home. The first two games can't get here fast enough. Coach, great work this spring. Thanks for hopping on with us. And tell Coach Peterson uh, we got our new media uh, guy. So so you know, anytime he needs a week off, we'll, we'll gladly have you on the show. Appreciate the time. I love it. He's probably fishing right now, man. So he's uh, he's probably catching some trout and bass out out in St. George. But I'm I'm happy to cover for him, man. <laughs> so appreciate you guys having me on. All right, Kelly Bills, everybody, offensive coordinator of the Trailblazers. Coach-